0: You're on express elevator to hell. Going down. You don't know the power of the dark side. He's gone from here.
1: The evil has gone. What can I say? I'm a blast from the past. <laughs> I should have stayed there.
2: Come with me if you want to live. Welcome. Big Lip Radio presents No Girls Allowed, the movie review podcast. From new movies to retro reviews, we promise that we will never talk about chick flicks. Here's your host, Jared. Alright, yes, we're back for another episode of No Girls Allowed, and this week I, uh, I really argued with myself, do I want to finish out the Halloween retrospective? Uh, talking about Rob Zombie's version of uh, of Halloween. And I decided, basically, I do not. Uh, I can give you a encapsulated review. Um, Rob Zombie hates suburbia, and he thinks people just use each other and there are no honest relationships. And that's fine. Like I said, watch A House of a Thousand Corpses. What a great movie. It's really good stuff. Uh, but that's, that's not what Michael Myers is about. Halloween was terrifying because it happened in your backyard. He doesn't understand my backyard, so he couldn't deliver it to me on film making this terrifying. And to make up for that, he just upped the gore, which is no problem for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not a gore hound, but I certainly don't mind the gore. And, uh, Eh, it, it, it fell short, it's not entertaining, it's not fun, and when I'm switching through on cable and those versions of Halloween are on, I don't stop. It's uh <coughs> excuse me. It's just not a fun watch. So anyway, we are going to do Demolition Man today, because I wanted to do the new Thor movie, Ragnarok. Um however, life got in the way, I didn't get to see the movie, I'm not gonna review a movie I didn't see um so uh so what i i did is uh i hobbled upstairs to the game room my second time going up to the game room since my surgery and uh looked around and i had the demolition man blu-ray so i put that in grabbed my notebook and i watched that yesterday oh spoiler alert what a great movie Okay, uh, before we do that, of course, uh, we've got a fast food review. McDonald's, my favorite uh, fast food chain, for those of you who follow the show. Uh, They put out uh, Chicken Selects uh, tenders. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, Sitting around being very sedentary, a bunch of junk is collecting in my lungs, and uh, there's nothing I can do about it except for occasionally cough into the microphone. Uh, Before that, but let's do... An ankle update. Uh, really, there is no update. A week uh, today. Today, by the way, is November seventh. It is a Tuesday, and a week from uh, when uh, Thursday. My bad. Uh, I go in for my next doctor appointment. If things go well, I'm going to start physical therapy. <clears throat> we'll see how things go from there. Um, the new Xbox console comes out today. Xbox One X. Uh, the host of Dorkside, Zach. And I have been in, uh, this morning, a uh, rather raucous debate on Facebook about the uh, merits of the Xbox One X, and uh, uh, I'm all for it, he's all against it, and uh, I don't know, I guess he just wants to own the latest and greatest, but since it is 500 bucks, uh, I don't think neither one of us are buying in anytime soon, he uh, of course is just recently re-employed and doing phenomenal, and... uh, I, of course, am not getting any overtime because I'm sitting on my butt injured at a bounce house for his little girl's party, I might add. The uh, the, the, the tangle of webs is a thick one between uh, Zach and I. And uh, so anyway, uh, it doesn't matter because you don't have to get it. Call of Duty World War II, which I'm going to let Zach review on his show. Uh, great. Spoiler alert it's a four and a half out of five it is it is uh the best since black ops 3 which was the best since the original black ops so it is it is up there it is not disappointing the last one was horribly disappointing this one's a lot of fun, but anyway, you can play World War Two, Call of Duty on your very original Xbox. You can play it on the Xbox One S. You can play it on the Xbox One X. It doesn't matter which one you have. It's all there, and you can play with your friends. It's on all the servers. Everything's cross-compatible. If you don't pick up the new one, no harm, no foul. I will eventually get it as soon as I get back to work, but that's, a, that's another story. Anyway, uh, yeah no update on the ankle just waiting to uh waiting to heal and uh in the meantime i am eating a lot of fast food i did want to sample that new farmhouse burger from burger king oh it looks wonderful However, uh, life got in the way, I can't get out as much as I want to, because, you know, I've got a shattered ankle. But uh, I did get a chance to try McDonald's new chicken tenders. Finally, I found chicken tenders that can pass as mine. Which is nice, because I've got better things to do.
1: Peggy! I finished his shoulder!
0: Millennials, am I right? Am I right? No. Oh,
1: no. Yes. Introducing McDonald's Buttermilk Crispy Tenders. Juicy and made with 100% white meat. They're not grandmas. I'm okay with that. But she's okay with that.
2: Alright. Now we all know McDonald's is my number one dog. Followed extremely closely by Taco Bell. Um, I'm disappointed. The uh, chicken selects. Now McDonald's has done premium chicken t- tenders before. And they're fine. These were gristly and kind of dry and you really really needed a dipping sauce for them and uh which which is fine i use dipping sauce on all my chicken nuggets and tenders but the test the true test is on their own and on their own they fail even with the with the go-to honey mustard dipping sauce which is uh, my my thing still still lacking why is it gristly what are you doing if you want some chicken from McDonald's, go with their Chicken McNuggets. And for all you kiddies out there, back in the late 80s when Chicken McNuggets first came out, uh, they weren't all white breast meat like they are now. And they're good. It's the best chicken, McNug- chicken nugget on the market is uh, Chicken McNuggets. And uh, by the way, Burger King does a really good job of cloning them with their nuggets. So it's, it's not a bad second. Uh, It's not like the horrible mess of Wendy's Chicken Nuggets, which is like um, a a sponge with chicken soup uh, strained through it. Eh, Hopefully they've changed it. I know I've seen new commercials for new nuggets over there at Wendy's, so I might have to go and give them a try and update. but, But McDonald's has the best chicken nuggets on the planet. They used to be even better. Because they got in trouble because they were caught i I don't know the rumor is grinding up beaks and feet into the uh, McNuggets. I have no idea, but they were really good back then, and uh I don't need a hundred percent whole breast meat if it tastes good. I don't care what it's made out of if it tastes good if it If Alpo tasted wonderful, I'd eat it. it just doesn't it smells great, it just tastes really bland. Because that's how a dog relates to things—is through his nose. So if uh, if you want a dog to enjoy a meal, make sure it smells good. They're not as interested in taste as we are. And uh, so anyway, I don't eat elbow because it doesn't taste good. There's nothing wrong with it. And during the zombie apocalypse, I will be grabbing all of that stuff that I can. However, right now I'll I'll stick with uh, McDonald's chicken McNuggets. And I remember about four years ago when I said, "Oh my goodness." Taco Bell's meat is uh, only 30% meat if that was true and it was found out that it is not it's like 97% meat and a little bit of soy if that was true I don't care it tastes amazing and uh, it passed the FDA so it's not going to hurt you and it's got all the nutrients they said it has in it who cares it tastes good if they can make soy taste that good I'll eat soy I don't care I'm not an elitist. The reason I don't eat soy, however, is because it tastes like crap. If they found a way to make soy taste like the uh, taco meat at Taco Bell, I'm going to get in line. That's all there is to it. I'm getting in line. Okay, so anyway, the uh, chicken selects I give, oh, it's it's rough. I'll never eat them again. I give them a, a two out of five. It's rough. and uh, Sorry, McDonald's. Ronald, man, I love you. I love you, but uh, get rid of those chicken selects. The uh, commercial's kind of cute, but it's not gonna, it's not, it's not gonna last. It's not good. It's not tasty. Let me, let me uh, transition into something that is tasty. At the
0: end of a century, ravaged by violence, a society of perfect order will arise. <laughs> Criminals will be frozen and reprogrammed in cryogenic prisons. The
1: prisoners are ice killed. Their criminal instincts are being reprogrammed as they sleep.
0: Aggression and deviant behavior will be totally eliminated. He's a criminal the likes of which you have never seen. In a bad time, he was the worst. I'm going to love running this place. But in the year 2032...
3: This morning, Simon Phoenix escaped from this cryo-facility, and we are, quite frankly, not equipped to deal with the situation.
0: ...amidst a world of peace
2: and calm. We're police officers. We're not trained for this kind of violence.
3: How was the fiendish Simon Phoenix apprehended back in the 20th?
2: In the end, it took just one man. John Spartan
3: you mean the demolition man
2: the conditions of your parole are full reinstatement into the sapd and immediate assignment to the apprehension of simon phoenix two mortal enemies just dropped in and say hi
0: from another time
2: Pass is over john time for something new and improved oh
0: hell will be unleashed on a future that isn't big enough for the both of them Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, Demolition Man.
2: The future's not big enough for both of them. <laughs> what a tagline! And uh, not that I, uh, not that I want to tip my hand, but uh, you know I use a line from this movie in the opening of Big Lip Radio presents No Girls Allowed. So you know it is one of my favorites and it really really is one of my favorites. Now let's talk about the particulars of this movie. This movie is produced by Joel Silver. Who's uh who's Joel Silver? Well, he is a producer on uh like The Warriors, uh 48 Hours, Brewster's Millions, Weird Science. He did uh he did some work with uh wow okay uh lethal weapon of course predator action Jackson which is a great underrated underrated movie starring Carl weathers um let's see where else are die hard who Framed Roger rabbit roadhouse um let's see I already talked about die hard and Hudson Hawk which is an underrated uh Wow, I'm having trouble thinking. This is the problem with doing a podcast. As soon as you wake up in the morning, you can't even think up names like Bruce Willis. Uh, so anyway, um, let's see where are we at. Uh, what has he done lately? <laughs> Lethal Weapon? Before Ah, oh, The Matrix. That's good. So anyway, he's been in a ho- he's been the producer for a whole lot of really good stuff and some bad stuff, like a horror movie with uh, Paris Hilton in it called House of Wax. Wow, this guy's been around. Now, I like the movie, but it's not a good movie. Um, let's see. Did he do uh, Miss Cageniality, I wonder? Because that has some uh, uh, similar actors in it. All right. So anyway, that's uh, that's Joel Silver. He's been a producer on many, many, many of my favorite movies from the 80s and 90s. Uh, let's see. Who directed it? Uh, Marco Brambilla I have no idea who that is. Um, this movie came out October 8th. It was released of 1993. And still very much an 80s style action movie. Um, and really around 92, 93 is really when uh, culturally the decades shift from the 80s to the 90s. It's uh, uh, 93, I think, is when Nirvana's song came out and uh, changed the music landscape. And by the way, like I said, grunge music killed rock and roll. When that when when Nirvana came out and I'm listening to uh Teen Spirit and I'm like, this is no good. This is depressing. You go from cocaine to heroin and uh and it's a real it's a real come down. Everybody's talking about how great that Seattle sound is, and I said, no. Rock and roll will not survive this. This is going to kill rock and roll. Everybody told me I was crazy, but let me ask you kids something. Who's making rock and roll now? Nobody. Nobody. I understand that Bon Jovi's still putting out records and all that other stuff. Nobody's playing them. Nobody's hearing them. Grunge killed rock and roll. I had to wait 25 years to prove that I'm right. So anyway, now that I've turned off half of my millennial audience by uh, crapping on uh, music that they care about, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> this uh, the running time on this movie is 115 minutes. I don't know how much it took to make it. That's not listed here. Interestingly enough, the box office was 159 million, which back in 1993 was a lot of money. The cast. This is of course a Sylvester Stallone. Movie, And he plays uh, Sergeant John Spartan. Wesley Snipes is Simon Phoenix. And as far as I know, this is Wesley Snipes' real breakout role. He went from here into uh, Blade and Passenger 57 and all those other cool movies that we know him from. Also, Sandra Bullock played uh, Leanne, Lieutenant Le- Leanna Huxley. Sorry about that. It is early in the morning. And this was her, believe it or not, her breakout role, the uh, the chick flick queen. And I don't know that you'll ever, ever hear another one of her movies reviewed on this show called No Girls Allowed. But she broke out in this awesome uh, 90s action movie. Uh, let's see. Nigel Hawthorne plays Dr. Raymond Cocktail, who's the uh, the main villain in this. Benjamin Bratt played uh, uh, Alfredo Garcia, who is the uh, partner of uh, Leanna. Now, uh, also, Benjamin Bratt was also in uh, uh, Miss Cageniality, which is why I was wondering if Joel Silver was the producer for that, too, because those two came back together 20 years later to do Miss Cageniality. Dennis Leary as Edgar Friendly. Dennis Leary. Okay, now the language in this episode is going to be a little bit rough, so if you got the kiddies in the back seat, understand, like F words and stuff, they're 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 uh, censored out, but uh, uh, there is going to be a lot of a uh, lot of mention of the word asshole. So if that bothers you, uh, turn turn down the podcast right now. Drop the kiddies off at soccer practice, whatever you're doing. Because Edgar Friendly is played by Dennis Leary. Now, Dennis Leary is a stand-up comedian. He's funny as hell. Uh, And uh, he came out with a song in 1993. Actually, the song predates 1993, but it was released on his comedy record in 1993. Where's it at? Aha. All right. The language is a bit rough, but here is the song... Dennis Leary is known for. It's called, I'm an Asshole.
1: <laughs>
0: Folks, I'd like to sing a song about the American dream. Yeah. About me. About you. Yeah. About the way our American hearts beat way down in the bottom of our chests about that special feeling we get in the cockles of our hearts, maybe below the cockles, maybe in the subcockle area, maybe in the liver, maybe in the kidneys, maybe even in the colon. We don't know. I'm just a regular Joe with a regular job. I'm your average white suburbanite slob I like football and porno and books about war. I got an average house with a nice hardwood floor. My wife and my job, my kids and my car. My feet on my table and a Cuban cigar. But sometimes that just ain't enough to keep a man like me interested. Oh, no, no way. No, I've got to go out and have fun at someone else's expense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I drive really slow In the ultra-fast lane While people behind me Are going insane I'm an asshole He's an asshole I'm an, esso, 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 buddy, an asshole He's an asshole I use public toilets And I piss on the seat I walk around in the summertime Saying how about this heat I'm on asshole He's <laughs> we right. yeah.
1: And it won't make a lick of difference because we got the bomb. So, okay? John Wayne's not dead. He's frozen. And as soon as we find a cure for cancer, we're gonna throw out the Duke, and he's gonna be pretty pissed off. You know why? Have you ever taken a cold shower? We'll multiply that by fifteen million times. That's how pissed off the Duke's gonna be. I'm gonna get the Duke and John Cassavetes and Lee Marvin hey. and Sam Peckinpah hey. and a case of whiskey hey. and drive hey. down to Texas. Hey. hey, you know you really are an asshole.
0: Why don't you just shut up and sing this song, pal? I'm an asshole. Oh man!
1: Stop. A-S-S-H-O-L-E, everybody,
0: hey,
1: Oh, yeah, that's
2: of it, that ladies and gentlemen is uh, Dennis Leary. Now, uh, during the uh, 2016 uh, campaign, he re-recorded this song and uh, aimed it at Donald Trump. So, uh, looks like he was just smack talking because uh, if he wasn't to all of those things he was talking about during that song, he'd be a huge Trump supporter. But I guess not. Well, with the exception of wiping his mouth with the American flag, I don't like that part. But uh, but what the heck. When someone's an asshole, they're gonna offend everybody. So it's just how it goes. Anyway, that is Dennis Leary, and uh, he plays Edgar Friendly, who's uh, 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 leading an underground uh, group of people who don't want to live in a perfect society in this movie. So anyway, that's uh, that's basically the setup for the movie. So movie starts out. It came out in '93. Uh, This movie uh, takes place in 1996, and uh, somehow in 96, they thought we would already be uh, uh, cryo-freezing people as punishments. Uh, So in L.A., in 1996, uh, Simon Phoenix, played by Wesley Snipes, he takes a uh, busload of hostages and takes them to a warehouse... In an area of l a that he controls he he got the mail to quit coming, he got the cops to quit coming. they don't even deliver a pizza in his section of Los Angeles because he's the guy in charge, but he couldn't get the bus systems to learn not to uh not to go through his section of town, so he hijacked one of the buses, took them all to this warehouse, thirty hostages so Simon Phoenix comes busted in he's known as the demolition man because he's a uh He's an ass kicker and uh, he doesn't care how much damage he does to, uh, to his surroundings to get his uh, villain caught. It's just what he does. So he ends up capturing Simon Phoenix and uh, Simon Phoenix blows up the warehouse and uh, he convinces uh, uh, Spartan that, uh, hey, I-, I got the hostages stashed somewhere. I don't remember where I put them. I swear I'd lose my head if it wasn't attached. So when the whole uh, warehouse blows up and uh, Spartan catches his man, uh, he tells everybody, I told him the hostages were there, he blew up the building anyway. So Spartan gets uh, uh, 70 years for involuntary manslaughter of 30 people in the cryo chamber. And uh, Simon Phoenix is sentenced to uh, uh, eternity in, in cryo sleep now what they do in cryo sleep is uh they go ahead and uh program your brain okay and uh you know give you a skill so when you get out of cryo sleep you can uh, you know go ahead and do whatever it is uh your personality is uh, suited for and uh they they train you in a skill so now comes parole time and uh they go to parole Simon Phoenix and, uh, well, a parole hearing and he's going to, of course, be denied because he is uh, sentenced to eternity in ICE.
1: 29 years ago, the parole system as you know it... He's speaking Spanish. Obsolete. Render, obsolete.
2: How does he know Spanish?
1: statute 537-29. Stop it! Do you have anything fresh to say on your behalf? I thought not. Yeah,
0: I do. Teddy bear.
2: You know the password to the cuffs.
0: I wish I knew. Simon says die.
3: Coding
0: accepted, Warden
2: William Smithers. Be well. Yeah, you too. Oh my God, he ripped out his eye. Oh. So anyway, Wesley Snipes is a real sarcastic, funny villain. He is a great '80s era villain. He he exemplifies the uh, the cool bad guy. And uh, so now, in this future. Everything is perfect. There is no crime, no poverty, no anything. It's just a wonderful, sterile, perfect environment. And uh, so they've never seen anything like Simon Phoenix. Okay, now Simon Phoenix gets out and uh, he's programmed to do a mission. He doesn't understand it, he doesn't know what's going on. He only knows that uh, he has to kill a guy named Edgar Friendly. So here he is shortly after he escaped his cryo prison. <laughs> He's typing in a phone booth-like apparatus with a keyboard in it. Apparently yeah. they're all no. over town.
0: Portable firearm. This device was... He's looking for a gun. Urban wars of the late 20th century, referred to as a pistol a Look, piece. I don't need a history lesson. Come on, Hal! Where the goddamn guns? <laughs> you are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: your
0: repeated violation of the verbal morality statute has caused me to notify the San Angeles Police Department. Please remain where you are for your Yeah, right. F***ers <laughs> so... <laughs> fast, huh? You are buying one credit for violation
3: of the verbal morality
0: statute.
3: Protect serve in place. Four minutes, 15 seconds lapsed.
1: Maniac is imminent. Request advice.
0: With a firm tone of voice,
2: talking into a uh, a handheld laptop for advice. Simon Phoenix,
3: lie down with your hands behind your back. What's this? Six of you, such nice, tidy
1: uniforms. Oh, I'm so scared. What? You guys don't have sarcasm anymore. Maniac has responded with a scornful remark
3: Approach and repeat ultimatum in an even firmer tone of voice Add the words or else
1: Simon Phoenix (laughs) Lie down on the ground or else
2: Uh oh
3: Anti-graffiti activation program
2: activated. going to kill a cop.
3: Morehead. human presence detected. Safety override code accepted. Lucky number seven.
2: Oh. Kills the cop with an anti-graffiti uh, uh, machine. And now he's beating up all the cops. Because somehow... We're not trying to handle this kind of violence. Because <laughs> somehow he knows how to fight now. figuring out where to get a gun, rips the video camera off of the booth, that goes directly to the cops, boom, so they have no idea how to handle a guy like Simon Phoenix, there's been no crime for, the last murder death kill was 22 years earlier. 187 Murder Death Kill so uh, by the way MDK is the name of a very good video game that came out for PS1 you might want to check that out but that aside uh, there's an old timer a veteran on the force who says you got a free John Spartan and he's the guy who's going to bring in Simon Phoenix because you guys don't know what you're doing
3: this morning, Simon Phoenix escaped from this cryo-facility. So,
2: they thought... We've had 11 death
3: kills so far. Spartan? You see, we have become a society of peace, loving, and, and understanding, and we are, quite frankly, not equipped to deal with this situation. There and have been no deaths today. of unnatural causes in San Angeles in the last 16 years. <laughs> the Santa Barbara, Los Angeles, San Diego Metroplex were merged in 2011. You are in the center of what used to be Los Angeles.
0: That's great. You'll give you a Marlboro. Yes, of course, right away. What's a, a Marlboro? Just a cigarette, any cigarette.
3: Uh, smoking is not good for you, and has been deemed that anything not good for you is bad. Hence illegal. Alcohol, caffeine, contact sports, meat.
0: Are you shooting me? John Spartan, you are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. What the hell is that? John Spartan, you are fine. One, pretty
3: bad language, chocolate, gasoline, uneducational toys, and anything spicy. Abortion is also illegal, but then again, so is pregnancy if you don't have a license. Caveman, let's finish with all the rip Van Winkle and get moving. A
1: Mr. Phoenix has risen from the ashes. Uh Uh-huh. I tracked that dirt bag for two years, and when I finally bring him down, you turn me into an ice cube for my trouble. Thanks, but no thanks. The conditions of your parole are full reinstatement into the SAPD and immediate assignment to the apprehension of Simon Phoenix.
3: Or... You can go back into cryostasis. Not many people get a second chance, John Spartan.
2: Oh, my God. We're already 35 minutes into the podcast. You can tell this is a movie I love because time is whipping by, at least for me. Alright, so what happens is uh, Spartan realizes the first thing he's going to do, Simon Phoenix, is go for a gun. The only place there's guns anywhere is the museum. So Spartan meets uh, uh, Phoenix at the museum. And uh, they, they got guns, they start fighting, there's huge chaos. Phoenix escapes. And uh, on his way out, as he's escaping, he runs into Cocteau. Now, Cocteau, Cocteau, it's pronounced both ways in the uh, movie, depending on who's saying it. He's the guy who designed the Cairo prisons and uh, set up uh, set up the uh, the society to be perfect and all this other stuff. Simon Phoenix runs into him, and because he just likes killing, he's going to kill him. Only he can't. He can't pull the trigger. Because Cocktow is the guy in charge. He's the guy who's been feeding him the information and how to fight and what all the passwords are and all this other stuff. And part of his uh, suggestion while he was in uh, cryo sleep, was that he could not kill Cocktow. So uh, Spartan comes running up, Phoenix runs off, and uh, now... Uh, uh, Spartan's a hero because he saved the leader of the free world, and he says, "Hey, let's all go to Taco Bell, and uh, I will treat you. <laughs> I will treat you to dinner and dancing."
1: So, what's with this cocktail guy anyway? He says I saved his life, which I'm not even sure I did, and my reward is dinner and dancing at Taco Bell. I mean, hey, I like Mexican food, but
3: come on. Your tone is quasi-facetious, but you do not realize that Taco Bell was the only restaurant to survive the franchise wars. So? So? Now all restaurants are Taco
2: Bell. No way. Not a bad world. It might be paradise. To Taco
0: Bell. Garden, Enjoy your meal, sir. The, the classic the jolly uh, stations, green music giant. stations,
2: <laughs> are all playing it's old from commercials of the twentieth century, the and it's huge valley in the future. Twenty thirty-two, by the way. Oh, um,
0: here comes the Neanderthal. Spartan over there, please, Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Thank you. Uh, would you? Uh, Yes. Hi. And uh, hey guys, doing yes. do yes. no, thank you. Fine. Fine. Yes. Fine. En- enjoy your meal, sir. Good thing i hungry.
2: Yep. So, uh, anyway, of course, Taco Bell's ruined because there's no meat, and they're just little weird-looking little pellet things, and it's it's a horrible, bleak future in which there's nothing fun to do, which is the point of the movie. Complete safety is also complete boredom. So while he's there, Edgar Friendly's group comes up out of the sewer and does a run on a delivery truck delivering food to this Taco Bell. Uh, John Spartan chases him and uh, uh, eventually discovers that uh, there is a group of people who don't want to live the way Cocto is forcing everybody to live they want to eat meat and they want to um, sex is completely vr it's it's there's absolutely no physical contact nobody high fives or shakes hands physical contact is outlawed and uh, uh so anyway this group led by edgar friendly they don't want to uh they don't want to live like that. So they live down in the sewers, out of the uh, watchful eye because everybody's got a little chip implanted in them. So everybody is located everywhere they're at. It's it's Big Brother. It's Big Brother, and that's just how how the story is set up. So uh anyway, uh eventually they go down uh uh Sergeant uh Alfonso, their her her partner, Huxley's partner is uh smitten with these guys and immediately uh throws in with them. And it's it's kinda like a uh uh Mad Max light down there. Everybody wears kinda leather and metal and all kinds of stuff like that. And it's kinda cool. So anyway, uh they go down looking for these guys to find out what their deal is. Uh that'd be uh Simon Phoenix or John Spartan and crew, uh Leanna Huxley and uh anyway they They go down and uh, they run into Edgar Friendly.
1: So you think you're taking me in, huh? Guess what? Not happening. You tell Cocteau he can kiss my ass. Yeah, that's right. You tell Cocteau it's going to take an army of assholes to get rid of me because I don't give a shit. I got nothing to lose. I don't want to rain on your parade, pal. But I don't know who the hell you are, let alone want to take you anywhere. So stay here, be well, and Cocteau's an asshole. Let's take him and dump him up top. They're only down here to spy on us. Wait a minute. You're the guy outside Taco Bell. Yeah. What do you want? I guess you weren't part of the Cocteau plan. Greed? Deception? Abuse of power? That's no plan. That's why everybody's down here? You got that right. See, according to Cocteau's plan, I'm the enemy. Because I like to think, I like to read. I'm into freedom of speech and freedom of choice. I'm the kind of guy who just like to sit in a greasy spoon and wonder, gee, should I have the T-bone steak or the jumbo rack of barbecue ribs with the side order of gravy fries? I want high cholesterol. I want to eat bacon and butter and buckets of cheese, okay? I want to smoke Cuban cigar the size of Cincinnati in a non-smoking section. I want to run through the streets naked with green jello all over my body reading Playboy magazine. Why? Because I suddenly might feel the need to, okay, pal? I've seen the future. You know what it is? It's a 47-year-old virgin sitting around in his beige pajamas drinking a banana broccoli shake singing, I'm an Oscar Mayer wiener. You live up top. You live cocked way. What he wants, when he wants, how he wants. Your other choice. Come down here. Maybe start with that. And I got bad news. I think he wants to kill you.
2: Ha! <laughs> All right. So what happens is Simon Phoenix says, "Look, man, if I'm going to take down Spartan, I need you to uh, thaw out these guys that you've got from my gang in in cryo uh, prison." So he does that. He gives him his guys, and uh, none of his guys have got the suggestion that they can't kill Cacto. So of course, first thing he does is he has his guys kill Cacto, and uh, so he's out of it. Now there's a big, uh, big fight, a big uh, showdown between uh, uh, Spartan and uh, Simon Phoenix, and of course, uh, Spartan goes through each member of the gang, getting to the end defeats Simon Phoenix and I know I'm uh uh glossing over a lot of the details but the details don't matter watch the damn movie what matters is uh at the end uh Spartan catches his bad guy as he always does and uh him and Leona Huxley go on to live a wonderful, happy life. He thinks he's going to like the future. And in a very rapey scene, which you couldn't get away with anymore, Spartan grabs Sandra Bullock, spins her around, leans her back, and plants a big old kiss on her. Now, nowadays, uh, snowflakes are going to melt, and that's going to be sexual harassment. But back then, it was perfectly acceptable, and uh, eventually, she grabs him and kisses him back, and they're going to go and uh, make babies the old-fashioned way instead of uh, going to the uh, lab to get it done. And roll credits. This movie. All right, we got caught up just in time. I don't like to go over 45 minutes because I don't feel like I'm that interesting. This movie, I give a solid solid 4. If you catch me on a different day, I might go 4.5. It is a top-tier B movie. And... Uh, one I've been really looking forward to doing for this show. It's, it's great. So much personality. So much style. It is absolutely what you would expect from a uh, 1990s action movie. And uh, I love it. I think you'll love it too. Meanwhile, uh, Thursday, uh, a week from Thursday, after I go to get my leg looked at, I'm finally going to see the new Thor movie. So here in a week and a half, you can look forward to a review of the new Thor movie, and hopefully, uh, a review of that wonderful-looking farmhouse burger that uh, Burger King has. It's it's got the uh, the fried onion chips on there, but the real selling point, bacon. The real selling point, though, is that fried egg they put on top. Oh man, I discovered that at Red Robin. We'll get into it during the re- during the review. So anyway, look forward to that. And uh, until then. Yeah. Until then, stay milky. <laughs>